Welcome to the Michigan Man Podcast on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the V-Sporto Network and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze and Brew for Wolverine fans from coast to coast. Go Blue and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Mike Fitzpatrick. Happy 4th of July weekend, everyone. Today we have a Michigan Man Extra coming your way. We'll be back on Wednesday with our regular show. Our guest then will be former Michigan offensive lineman Mark Ramirez, who's made local and national news with his transformation to a plant-based diet. It's good stuff that all of us need to pay attention to, so I hope you'll join me next week on Wednesday for that show with Mark Ramirez. Of course, we'll also get Mark's take on what's going on with his friend and former teammate, Jim Harbaugh. On today's Extra, my guest is Jay Flannelly better known to Michigan fans as the Beave of Endzone fame. Jay is a very busy guy, and one of his passions is the Chad Tuff Foundation. He stops by today to discuss that and much more here on The Michigan Man on Wolverine Sports Radio, a member of the V-Sporto Network, and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze and Brew. Back with us on our Michigan Man segment this month, uh, when this airs, it's going to be early in July, is a gentleman who we've had on before, and uh, of course is known to all Michigan fans uh, from End Zone fame and a lot of other venues now, Jay Flannelly, also known as the Beeb. Welcome back, Jay. Mike, good to be with you, buddy. Happy uh, 4th of July, and to all the amazing blue Michigan fans out there. Well, here we are, Jay. It's uh, not quite midsummer yet, so it's... Uh, that point of the year, that time, I should say, where we're just anticipating the start of the football season. And you always have something interesting to talk about. So tell all the Maize and Blue faithful what's on your mind today. Everybody's getting excited and get ready to start the, the football season. Uh, most of the football mags are out. I got a stack of them, both uh, NCAA and, and the sport that I know one to watch. It's run by Roger Godell. But... Uh, one of the things I want to talk to you about, and I'm doing talking with some other people about, is my involvement in the end zone book and some other articles about how uh, we landed Coach Harbaugh here in uh, at U of M. So I want to talk about that and go into some things I haven't really talked about behind the scenes stuff and uh, good information for you, Mike. Well, Jay, I know you've uh, you've mentioned Lloyd Carr and Jason were very instrumental in uh, bringing you on board, or at least nudging you in the direction of uh, uh, getting involved with bringing Jim back to Michigan. Talk a little about that. Well, let me emphasize this from the start before we go into this, because some people misconstrue what I'm about to say. Uh, I wasn't an anti-Jim Harbaugh guy. I was anti the last seven years of nonsense we had here where people backstabbing and people turning on each other and leaking stuff and not being good for the University of Michigan because the gym situation with when he was at Stanford, the academic comments, everybody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, there were a lot of people still mad at him. And also, to be perfectly honest with you, 
I completely underestimated the stupidity of the San Francisco 49ers and, and because they had Jim's rights. They controlled everything. They tried to trade him to the Cleveland Browns the year before in the draft. So I wasn't even considering Jim as a serious candidate. And I, to be honest with you, Mike, I had reached out to a couple of my friends, uh, and they had also informed me that it was very unlikely that Jim would leave, uh, be allowed to leave the NFL by Jed York and Trent Balky. So, you know, while it would have been a fantasy land and nice idea, I mean, again, on this thing here, you cannot say enough about my friend John Gindia, who from literally September was telling everybody who would listen, we can get Jim Harbaugh here, we can get Jim Harbaugh here. Trust me, I when, when, when all this was going down, John was the number one guy in leading me into Hey, Jay, we can get this guy. He, he wouldn't let us stop and quit in the solar end zone. And also the flame, John Arbiznik and uh, Yale Van Dyne were huge. Yale Van Dyne, number 34, from the uh, late 80s, early 90s. You know, the other wide receiver, Desmond Howard and Derek Alexander. So these guys really led the charge. Uh, they stood up to the people in our administration and university that needed to be and cleared the way. But um, those guys were huge. And... Uh, you know, when I got really, really actively involved, Gindia was the man. So, but um, as far as Coach Carr and Jason go, uh, huge, huge allies of mine from literally the day I landed here in Michigan in '93. But a thing that really was a huge turning point for me and how important it was to get Coach Harbaugh here was those two, after what they were dealing with their grandson and son Chad having, you know, a, a, obviously a, a serious diagnosis with a brain tumor, a five-year-old, uh, campaigning me, taking time out of their day and their day-to-day -day struggle with DIPG to say to me, hey, Jay, we need to get this guy here. We need to bring him on board. And they were 100% invested in it. And, I'm, uh, you know, you're sitting there, these guys are telling you this stuff, and they go, wow, this must be really really important about coach and Jason. I know like so my father and my brother to me coming to me and saying, Hey, we need to get this guy here. This is important because I think to be honest with you, Mike, they were like me and they said, we screw this higher up. Michigan football is going to be back in the stone ages. So I think that was a huge, huge part of it. Well, of course, that was well covered. Uh, most of it in uh, John U. Bacon's fantastic book end zone, which uh, uh, brought, you to everyone's attention, Jay, and nationally. But you're, you're talking about uh, Jason and uh, Lloyd Carr, and of course, we, we all know what happened with Chad. And you are very involved in the Chad Tuff Foundation. Uh, a lot of us know about the Chad Tuff Foundation, you know, from a, a cursory point of view. Tell us how that's going and, and what the end game is for the Chad Tuff Foundation. Well, again, Mike, thanks for bringing that up. Uh, basically, what the Chad Tuff Foundation is now, when uh, biggest way I can explain it to you, when Tammy and Jason found out what Chad was dealing with, there just wasn't a lot of information and uh, ideas on how to stop this thing because the numbers are so small for the amount of people. Well, 300 people a year get DIPG around the country, so these cancer centers going to view it, and it sounds sad that it is this way, but they don't view it as a sound investment and a good expenditure to work, do research on this thing. 
So um, with Jason and Tammy, particularly Tammy, because she has a tremendous background in fundraising and working in MOP for so many years, where she said, hey, let's, let's create a nonprofit, let's create a foundation in Chad's name and raise money for uh, DIPG research. They do things like a couple weekends ago we had the, uh, the garage sale where Tammy and Jason's entire neighborhood had people, their entire, literally, neighborhood were having bake sales, selling stuff out of their yard, selling stuff out of the garage. That's why it's a garage sale. And uh, things like that. And then we, on the weekend, we had the softball tournament, which uh, my buddies and I at Pizza House were involved in. But, you know, just stuff like that. And just to give you an idea how little funding there is for DIPG, and Timmy and Jason are doing a great job because they have so many friends in the media. You get idiots like me going on the radio screaming and yelling about it. Uh, you know, Mike Tirico, so many others. Uh, the Harbaugh's are just incredible in it with this. But in, since a uh, great story that Jason told me, in 1962, Neil Armstrong, the astronaut, daughter, got DIPG. And Mike did made such little strides with this thing. Chad was getting the exact same treatments that Neil Armstrong's daughter was getting. And Chad got sick in 2014, September. So think about that. I'm, no, I'm not a math major, but I, I, last time I checked, I think that's 52 years. Mm-hmm. Well, to give you an idea, I'm 44. So that's not good when you, you're, you're using the same medical techniques. And when you look at any of these diseases around the world, leukemia, HIV, AIDS, all cancer. One of the ways, you know, not, you can't save everybody. We're all going to die sooner or later. But you can do things to extend life. You can find the cure maybe for some of this stuff. But how you do that is there's people talking about it, what you and I are doing right now, just exposing and talking about it and, and doctors sharing information. And one of the cooler things here is all these doctors have come forward and gone to Jason and Tammy and Coach Card and others and just said, hey, uh, they've helped and they, they have, they're gaining information. That we, one of the things you learn about things is talking about it. Unfortunately, that's how I've become famous there with, with the book and the flight gate and everything else. Everybody knows who I am now. So you talk about these things and, you know, you will sa- you, we will save Chad, the next Chad down the road. That's one of the big uh goals of the Chad Tough Foundation. Well, Jay, DIPG is just a, it, it is a horrible thing. And as you said, and for lack of a better term, it's not a sexy investment when it comes to the pharmaceuticals and uh, yep. uh, uh, other concerns. And, and Tammy and Jason do such an incredible job with a lot of help from uh, their friends. What, though, do they have in mind? Is, is there anyone that's doing research on this or is that the end game for the Chad Tough Foundation to uh, get research financed and maybe have a location like University of Michigan uh, that will spearhead well, that. There's just one doctor, I believe he's out in New York. That, I mean, if you go to the Chad Tough, Chad Tough org, Chad Tough off dot org, I believe is the website. Um, um, I, I'm bad with the website names cause I got a load on my laptop, but just Google in his name and there's always updates. Tammy on Facebook and Twitter is really active. We get the Chad Tough foundation and then we get the Chad Tough champions, uh, basically what that, that has all information, several doctors and there's one, uh, study they're working on right now that Jason was telling me about. Um, you mentioned Tammy and Jason and part of why I brought up, uh, the Harbaugh situation is I cannot tell you, and one of the reasons why I brought that up was that how 
much Sarah and Jim Harbaugh do for Chad and the charity and the cars. I mean, every event they're there, the, the garage sale, coach was signing cockies. And, uh, you know, it just, it, it, it's really funny how the world works, but, you know, I was part of the group that helped get Coach Harbaugh here. And Jason and Lloyd were the number one reason why I got so heavily involved in getting Jim here. And now he's out helping their grandson and son. So I think that just, it's really funny how the world works at times. I mean, how I met Tom Brady is through Jason Carr. Because Jason was a senior quarterback here in 95, and Tom literally would not leave us alone and followed us everywhere. Mm-hmm. And uh, it says both a lot about him and us that he still talks to us after the way we treated him. But uh, but it's just crazy uh, that how the world works. And, you know, we helped get Jim here. I helped get Jim here. Jason helped get Jim here. Tom helped us get Jim here. And, you know, what's happened with Chad and everything else. But, um, you know, it's incredible. They're, they're, they're number one people. Tammy and Jason call Sarah is there to Jim's there. And I don't know if you notice, Mike, Jim's a busy man. So that, that's, that means a lot that he's taking time. You know, he's out, you know, ruling the world according to NCAA and the SEC. So he's, uh, it's a big deal when he takes time out of his day to, um, help, you know, sick kids and, that's the thing about Coach Harbaugh I don't think enough people talk about is that he's a really, really good guy. There, you know, any schmuck can coach football, but, you know, it, it takes more to have a football program, a football family. That's part of the thing we lost in the last seven years. Um, for whatever reason, you know, Rich Rod was an outsider, and a lot of people didn't like him from day one, which was wrong. And Coach Hope just... There was more behind-the-scenes stuff with him than Coach Hoke's problems, but um, just an incredible, incredible guy. And I'm very, very proud that I'm part of the uh, story about how getting Coach here. But Jason Lloyd are people that are not getting enough credit. And I mentioned Gindia and the Flame and Yale. I mean, Gindia just would not say let people say no. He just was on them 24-7 and... Coach Carr and Jason swung me because I just did not want seven more years of a civil war. No, I don't think any of us did. Uh, it, it's uh, trending in the right direction. I think we're all happy right now. But just touching base again, though, on the uh, the Chad Carr Foundation, uh, Jay, because that just uh, is something I think about quite often. What can listeners do? I mean, they I'll post the uh, the link to the uh, the Chad Tough Foundation. Mm-hmm. Are there upcoming events or there, is there sure. a, a location where they can donate or learn more about what the Chad Tough Foundation is? Like I said, the website, the next big event they have is the uh, Chad Tough Run on September, I believe, September 24th, the day of the Penn State game. It's uh, I did that. I did the walk last year because unless you got a bunch of guys with AK-47s and M16s and machetes to chase me, I can't run. <laughs> so the uh, even though I'm considering running this year, I, I've been insured by Jason that they have insurance and ambulances. So the uh, the, the I I might be able to attempt the run. So I, I might have to go to a secret location and train, but um, just uh, support that. There's always something going on. Little things add up with this thing. Like, you know, Tammy and Jason go to different events, and there's little bake sales and little things like that. I'll tell you something that I would suggest that people do. Everybody 
every pretty much every day goes and gets a coffee, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, Espresso Royale, where Jay goes, uh, Tim Hortons, whatever. Take five dollars a week, Mike, and add it up. That's twenty six hundred dollars. This is something I'm doing. We can call it Beef's Buddies, Jay's Friends, whatever you want to call it. Donate it to the site, the Chad Tough Foundation. Whatever you want. I don't care what you call it. Jay's a jerk. Just donate it. And uh, just donate it. And, you know, $260 for this cause. And uh, this foundation goes a long, long way. Because, like I said, when Jason and Tammy were at Mott's, they had no answer for these people. I mean, I was there that Friday when he got sick. And that was not a good scene. You know, you go in there, I'm expecting an Up With People concert from Jason, and I didn't get the Up With People concert. It was not It was not what I was expecting, because, you know, that's a society we're in today. Hey, you get a disease. Hey, we fix it. No, well, this was one of them that you can't fix. And, um, you know, that's, I don't know a lot of things in the world, but I know this, that five-year-olds should not die. And that's on us, all the people that are left behind, to do something about it because, you know, I don't want to see a family or other group of people go through with the cars, Tammy, Jason, Tommy, CJ, Lloyd, Lori, Karen, Missy, Emily, uh, Vigo. I mean, these, these are my friends. I know these people, I would not be here today if it was not for the car family. And I like to tell you that I don't think Coach Harbaugh would be here today if it wasn't for the cars because there are all these people that think I had such a huge role in this thing. Well, I wouldn't have had such a huge role in this thing if the cars didn't take their time and say, hey, Jay, we need this guy here. Because they were like my swing vote. Because trust me, I lived through the seven years of hell, and that's what it was, of, you know, um, all the good vibes I'm getting now, I, I got the other for seven years. Beaver, why haven't you got Rich Rod fired? You know, that type of stuff. I would get phone calls like that. So, you know, now I'm getting Beef, good job. You got Harbaugh here. So I tell people all the time, I'm real glad Jim didn't go 2-10 and because I think I'd be dead. So that, that's a good thing. So, but uh, it's, uh, we got to do things like, you know, good people like you helping. Um, you know, you're going to stop this thing. No more chats. No more chats. Well, we're going to get the information. I, I will have the uh, the link up to the uh, Chad Tough Foundation uh, website. You can also check Tammy's uh, Chad Foundation uh, Facebook page. I think a lot of people have seen that, too. Yeah, that's been, that's been the, that's one of the really good things. And, and, and Tammy was like, is like me. She wasn't big on Twitter, but she got big into Twitter because of chat. But the Facebook page is incredible. And Chrissy Wyrott. Uh, Tom uh, Wyrock from the Hoops uh, SID in Michigan, his wife runs the uh, a lot of uh, websites to help Tammy. Because trust me, if you've been on that thing, Tammy needs help with that thing. There's so much information coming in. There's a guy walking from, uh, I believe, Pennsylvania mm-hmm. to um, Michigan with a uh, for Chad. Uh, that's one of the things. I believe he's coming out J- July 11th. You can, you'll, that's on the website. Guy is literally from Pennsylvania. And he's walking here to raise money from Chad's for Chad and the Chad Tough Foundation. That's that's something that uh, I forgot to mention, Mike. Sorry. A good story. I read that yesterday in M Live. So if any of our listeners, the guy's name is Mike. If that sounds, I think it's Mike, right? I think so. See, Mike, it's great, great things coming for people with cool names, huh? Well, we all need to uh, to help in any way that we can. It's just a, a a horrible, horrible disease. And as you said, to see a five year old, uh, you know, go through that, and then the lingering effects on the family, but. 
Tammy and Jason and a lot of people are channeling into very positive effects and to change the game. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a great point. And everybody who's seen the ESPN piece that Gene Wojnowski did with Tammy and Jason right about when Chad died, the point Tammy made at the end of that where, you know, she Chad changed the world. And, you know, I don't know how many people can say that when they're five years old. And it sucks that he's gone. And there probably hasn't been a day where I haven't cried talking about or thinking about it. But think about this. There are going to be no more Chads because of Chad, if that makes any sense. Because, you know, you got people like me helping Tammy and Jason. And for every one of me, there's thousands. And because I'm all with you today, Mike, we're going to get more people. So, you know, that's the thing. Information, money, time, doctors, all these things take out DIPG because, you know, the, the, the stories are awful. Uh, it's hard to look at the website with the, the different kids that Chad met at hospitals or Tammy and Jason meet. And you get families calling Tammy and Jason for help because they know what they've gone through. You know, it's the third uh, child from our football program that I know that I visited at Mott that had some kind of tumor, you know, similar, it's not all DIPG, but it's, you know, childhood cancer, which there are a lot of bad phrases in the world, like Ohio State, Michigan State, childhood cancer, I think is up there, New York Yankees. Uh, So, you know, childhood cancer is, is not a phrase I want to hear very much of more anymore. And, you know, we, you know, you never know. We had Jerry Lewis forever. We might have a Jason Carr telephone or a Tammy Carr telephone. Um, you know, we need we need our Jerry Lewis for this thing. You know, the Muscular District Foundation, which he did for us. We need our we need our guy for that. Hopefully, uh, the tragedy of what the cars went through and Chad. Um, there are going to be no more Chads, as, as Jason and Tammy would say. Well, all I can say is to be continued, and we just have to continue to support the events and uh, get the information out there to folks about what's going on, and we'll try to do that. Our guest here on the uh, our Michigan Man Extra for early July is uh, Jay Flannelly. Uh, and Jay, of course, uh, uh, we all know from End Zone fame, we've had Jay on the show before, and we've uh, heard you on uh, the ticket in Ann Arbor, so always a great guest, Jay, and I know you uh, are running out of time with this, but I can't let you get away. Without asking yeah. you, even though even though it's early July, do you have your ankles taped yet? And are you are you ready for the start of the season? Yeah, uh, very excited. Like I mentioned earlier, I've, I've got a bunch of the preview books. Uh, one of the things I would recommend that people do, if you're a big Michigan fan or just a fan of the Big Ten football in general, is uh, look at the schedules. And because of the, the interdivisions, there are some teams in this league that have huge advantages, and I'm not going to go into that because we've got time constraints. But, you know, right down, there's pretty much five teams I think most people would say could win the Big Ten, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Iowa, and Wisconsin. And look who plays who, who plays them where, and where they don't, who they don't play. I'm, I'm going to give you a clue. Michigan plays the other four teams, and three of them are on the road. Mm-hmm. So, so take yeah. that into factor. Um, obviously, everybody's talking about the quarterback situation. To me, uh, the area that I would think is going to decide whether this is a good team or a great team is our offensive line. And uh, I think they're going to have a good year. I love Coach Drevenel, so I think they're going to come up and step up and have a second year in Coach Harbaugh's system. 
They're losing one lineman, but I believe Mr. Newsom's going to come in and do a pretty good job. I and mean, he played a lot last year. And the underrated part of that is, Mike, you got my man Jake Butt, Ty Wheatley, Bunting, all these guys. They got a good group of tight ends. Tight ends can be, you know, third, fourth, fifth tackles, help out the, with the pass game, run game, and, you know, help out that old line and get them going. Because uh, obviously, I think the tight end position is the deepest group on the team. So, no pressure on my man Jay Harbaugh there, but uh, <laughs> let's, uh, I, I think he's securing his job, though. But the, uh, the, uh, just got to get those guys rocking and rolling. I'm not at all concerned about the linebackers because uh, Don Brown's here, and I'm still recovering from the hamstring injury from jumping up and down when we hired him. So <laughs> the, uh, uh, I'm fanatic about Don Brown. I, I watch him at BC. Um, I've been on record with several people saying the single greatest hire Michigan has made since Jim Harbaugh. Uh, when, when, uh, Don Brown is very good at turning quarterbacks upside down, which is a very good thing in football today. So the, uh, and not only turning quarterbacks upside down, turning running backs upside down and anybody else who handles the ball upside down, TFL sacks. And you'll notice one of the stranger things about his defense is when you start seeing this year is they don't give a lot of big plays. Usually when people blitz, people think they give a lot of big plays. They don't, and you'll see what I'm talking about. I watched the guy at BC. I watched him at UConn. I have lots and lots of friends who have played for him or coached for him, and it's just such a phenomenal hire. I, I, I just started jumping up and down going crazy when we hired. I still can't believe we hired Don Brown, but that's Coach Harbaugh. That's why he's here. The guy demands and extends excellence, and I think we're going to have a really big year. Well, there you go. From the beef, we're all hoping it's going to be Is that good enough for you, Mike? Hey, Did you I like that? Did you like that? That was good. <laughs> you, you covered it all, Beef. So that. <laughs> all, I try, buddy. That's why I'm here. Jay, it's uh, been great having you on the show. You'll be back, and we'll continue to talk about the Chad Tuff Foundation. Get that news out there. Morning, everybody. I was happy and safe. Uh, Fourth of July weekend, and you know, get out and enjoy the weather. Uh, it's beautiful, but uh, no drinking and driving, no silly, stupid stuff. Which, which, have We want everybody in the stadium when the season starts. If you know what I mean. Rock and roll, buddy. Go blue. Go Blue Jay, it's been a pleasure. Thanks to the Beeve, Jay Flannelly, for being our guest on today's Michigan Man Extra. I'm back on Wednesday with our next regular show, featuring former Michigan player Mark Ramirez, who is making local and national news with his amazing health transformation after switching to a plant-based diet. It's information we should all pay attention to. His results are just amazing. We'll also talk some Michigan football with him before we let him get away. Like us on Facebook at The Michigan Man Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at The Michigan Man, where you can also follow Wolverine Sports Radio at Go Blue Radio. Our free show app is available from the iTunes and Google Play stores. So check it out and take it with you wherever you go this summer. A reminder that we're still on our summer schedule of two shows a month and every so often an impromptu Michigan Man Extra like this show. We will return to weekly programming in August in preparation for the upcoming season. That will do it for today. Have a great Wolverine 4th of July weekend, everyone. I'm your host, Mike Fitzpatrick. I'll see you back here next week. Until then, take care, and as always, Go Blue! Thanks for joining us today on The Michigan Man here on Wolverine Sports Radio, 
a member of the Vsporto Network and in partnership with SB Nation's Maze and Brew. Our listener lines are open 24-7 for your calls at 313-263-4842. That's 313-263-4842. Or email us at the Michigan Man Podcast at yahoo.com. That's the Michigan Man Podcast at yahoo.com. The Michigan Man Podcast is produced at the studios of Robin Lynn Productions, Allen Park, Michigan, and is not affiliated with the University of Michigan. Go Blue!